Welcome to the Speak In Flow podcast. Let's unleash your leadership voice. Listen in to the untold stories of high-performing leaders where they will reveal their golden takeaways to help you become fearless communicators and fast-track your career. Join us for the journey. Welcome to the Speak in Flow podcast. Today, I have an amazing expert who helps professionals with a growth-minded perspective that has overwhelm and stress to bring more joy into their lives. It's Linda Shively. Welcome, Linda. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, Melinda. Yay. You are a special friend. Um, You are, you're doing so many things. You have been on Wall Street Journal. You're a best-selling author. You're an award-winning speaker all over the nation, globally. You're a neuroscience expert, mindset expert, and, and you help people bring joy into their life. You've been on television shows, and so I'm so glad you're here today to share your expertise with us. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Before we go into what joy means and how this can help people bring abundance, help people really improve their health of their lives, I wanted to, I know you have a personal story of how you have gotten here. And so would you mind sharing that with the audience? Back in 2005, I had to make a difficult decision. Mm -hmm. I had to decide how to get out of an abusive marriage with my severely handicapped three-year-old daughter, Jessica, Jessica, bright-eyed, happy little girl who loved to go to preschool, loved to read, loved her toys and stickers and her animated eyes. I cannot move my eyebrows like she can move her eyebrows. And she brought me so much joy. She also had a condition called spinal muscular atrophy, which affected her ability to crawl, walk, swallow, and breathe. And with the strength of her little index finger, she would zoom around in a power chair to get wherever she wanted to go and and express herself with her communication device. And in contrast, my marriage kept me on high alert. Yeah. I was always feeling like I was walking on eggshells. I never knew, you know, I thought I would do the right thing. And I'd still get yelled at. Everything was just on edge. And it wasn't a healthy environment for me. It wasn't a healthy environment for her. And I didn't know how to get out. I was mm-hmm. like, what do I do? I mean, this, this kid needs everything. And after a lot of planning, I figured out how to attempt to make that happen. And took her to preschool one Tuesday. When she got home, I looked at her nurse and I said, you pack all of her medical equipment. I'm going to pack all her clothes and her toys. And as soon as Jessica wakes up from her nap, we're going to escape. Mm. And we had this flurry of activity. And as soon as Jessica woke up, we left. And exactly two weeks after that, I held Jessica in my arms as she took her last breath and Mm. died. And I was so devastated. What 
remained though was a numbness and that mm -hmm. numbness lasted for years mm -hmm. but I realized that Jessica's joy was still inside me mm. and somehow I had to figure out how to get it back and right. somehow had to be able to transform everything that had happened and that joy is really the essence of everything and once I was able to tap back into it I've been able to share it with other people and even write a book about it called getting to joy yes and because it's not easy to have happiness after something like that happens in your right. life. Right. And so that's, that's how joy continues to be a part of my life. And that's how I continue to keep Jessica sharing her joy with other people. Oh, that is so beautiful. How special is that? Like she's here. She, she may be physically not here, but she, it, her joy is present with us. And this also brings me back to my mom who had passed away 2016. It's like, I love that you were able to carry her legacy on for, for many years after that, and then now spread it to others. And so with that, you know, horrific experience that transformed you, that changed you. Now um, you're, you're helping others with so many, with this inspiration, with this, this process. Like, so Tell me about what joy, having gone through that, what joy means to you and why is it important for people? Well, I think we as a culture have this idea of, oh, let's just be happy. Everything yeah. is happy and, and, you know, plaster on the smile and like fake it, fake it till you make it. Right. Yet that happiness is often external like oh when this happened you know like when I get the job or when I meet the person or when this event happened then I can be happy mm -hmm. but that doesn't we're, we're out of control with that and so to take ownership of it and actually internalize it that is the joy that mm -hmm. the joy kind of comes from within and I talk about true joy, like that essence of who we are, that's deeper than that superficial level of like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling happy, I'm feeling joyful, but no, like really, and it can combine with the hard things in life. Mm -hmm. So you can still have the joy, even if something bad happens. I mean, kind of have to, right? I mean, because we're, yeah. we're in life is hard. And whether it's a small thing, such as someone just cut us off on the road or something big traumatic just happened, you're talking about still having true joy in the midst of all the, the challenges that we face. And, and what does that feel like? Well, sometimes it can be difficult and sometimes we can forget that. And there are all sorts of obstacles that can come up. Mm -hmm. And I, I've kind of coined terms for them and I call them my joy stealing dragons right and you know because we find ways to get in our own way to keep the joy from being present uh -huh. and then there are ways to navigate and tame those dragons so that you can deal with them but are there key ones that take away our joy well the the ones that I talk about are second guessing Sally who like makes you second guess every decision that you have no good Nancy who makes you believe that you're not good enough but no matter what you do it's like oh, 
no, you can't do it. And even if you do it right, I could have done it better. And no, just that constant negativity. Uh And then the, the perfectionist, you know, perfect Paula, who wants everything to happen exactly the right way. And if it doesn't happen, then, you know, forget it. And judging Jenny, who is like judging you, judging other people, and that constant criticism or comparing and feeling like, well, they can have everything, but I can't have everything, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, it doesn't work well. And then, oh, overwhelmed Ophelia. Mm. I just, <laughs> she, she wants you to have your schedule packed and your to-do list that's like a mile long and you can never get everything done. And that need to feel busy that so many people have like, oh, I'm busy. Like, it's a badge of honor. Like, oh, I'm so special because I'm busy. And, yeah. you know, and all of those work against us. Totally. And figuring out, like, well, what do you do about it to not have them be in control and actually figure out how to control, you know, how to manage them? Right. Before we go into how to manage yeah. them, how have you seen if people don't manage it? And it just keeps on going. What usually ends up happening? If their joy is taken. What what other yeah symptoms? I mean, their their joy is taken. They tend to find problems wherever they look. They're not feeling resourceful. They don't have ways to. Maybe they're struggling financially, and they can't see ways to get out of it. Or right. maybe their relationships aren't working the way that they want them to. Or they're not taking care of their health or themselves. And, you know, so it's like whether eating poorly, not exercising, you know, all of the things that we do to sabotage, oh, I'll just have that extra donut or I'll just, you know, stay up really late and not get the sleep I need. And it becomes a vicious cycle. Wow. I can see, and I can see how just having, just understanding the pure understanding of those joy stealing dragons. I could see, I've had that. I felt that before. I felt the judging. I felt the perfectionism, but just knowing those and having, just being more aware is so powerful. Yeah. Because the awareness is the first step. Right. If you're, if you don't have any awareness of it, you can't do anything. About yeah. It. And then it'll, you'll keep going. You're like, why am I eating another donut? And why am I keep on, you know, doing the self-sabotage? Yeah. Why do action? I keep arguing with this person? Right. Why, do we, why do we keep having the same discussion? You know, it's like, and break that cycle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, it brings me back to a, a moment that you did help me. You helped me with some things and, and it was very helpful to be able to overcome, I had a bad habit. I, you know, I didn't want to drink as much. I didn't want to, I was wanting to cut down on my drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You help me to see the pattern and it does help, right? To see when am I going into spiraling in into some some negativity, some perfectionism. And, and then the, the overwhelm of feeling that I needed to be perfect all the time you know, created this, okay, I need to just relax. Okay. It's just a weekend. Let me drink another, you know, have another drink or another glass. And, and now it's like, I didn't need to do that. I feel so much more balanced. I feel I have connected back to the joy. And, and so it's really helpful. It was really helpful to get my life back. And I feel more energized. 
That's great. I, I thank you for sharing that because yeah. yeah, it's like once once you're not at the effect of everything that's happening and you're taking that ownership of, you know, it's like, oh, well, I can control this. Mm -hmm. I can be a cause for what it is that's happening in my life. And, you know, it's not to say that you can't relax and enjoy some wine or whatever, but it's not that you have to. Right. Yes. Yes. And to get help when I needed it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, oh my goodness. You know, it's like recognizing that like, I can't do it on my own. Everybody's like, oh, well, Linda, you, you figured this out loud on your own. I was like, really? (laughs) No. (laughs) You know, I needed a lot of help to get to where I am today. Just having the accountability on things like this, right? And so yeah. So what are the strategies that, that you can share or man, or techniques that you can share to help the audience? Yeah. Well, one of the, the first one is to live a better story. And what do I mean by that is our story, a story has meaning mm-hmm. and the meaning is what we make it. Mm-hmm. And so often in our life, like an event happens, but what do we do? define that event to mean in our life and sometimes it's you know we make it mean something awful or sometimes we make it mean something amazing you know it's like okay for example somebody loses a job is that a good thing is that a bad thing is it you know somebody breaks their leg is that a good thing or is a bad thing you know there it's part of it may be good part of it may be bad you know it's like Okay, if you're going constantly and you never take a break, and then you know our body sometimes makes us sick, <laughs> and then when we have that opportunity, we actually get rest. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's it's like there isn't, but how you tell your story and like how I tell my story, I used to let my story tell me and kind of get sucked into the victim part of it, mm-hmm. and now I tell my story in an empowered way. Right. And everyone has that opportunity. You know, you get to define your story. You get to tell it and live it the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And as you do that, things start to change mm-hmm. and not to be at the mercy of it. The next one is to tell time what to do. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is not to just be, you know, subject to your schedule and figuring, you know, it's like, oh, I don't need to do that now. I'll get to it later. And then, you know, decisions that you're like, oh, I'll put off that decision. It could be putting off a decision. I don't know, like maybe your roof is leaking and you're like, yeah, I'll deal with it later. And then there's a huge storm that comes and the roof caves in, you know, and that is like, your way of making that decision that, okay, I really now have to deal with the roof (laughs) instead of doing it preventatively. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, as women, sometimes people are like, well, we'll, I'll wait to have kids. And then time makes the decision of like, well, biological clock stops ticking. And, you know, that isn't an option in that way. Mm -hmm. And being empowered with how you use your time So that if you're saying, oh, well, I never have time to do what is most important. Well, (laughs) 
<laughs> who's who's making that decision for you? And what can you do differently to look at it? Because maybe there is something you can take out. Maybe you're spending time doing something that is a waste and, you know, or maybe everything is important. Well, really? What, how do you prioritize? And then mm -hmm. choose your voices. Like we have all the external voices around us that are saying, oh, you know, Melinda, you need to do this or you need to do that. And oh, pay attention to me over here. And, and then we have these voices in our head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nobody likes to talk about the voices in your head, <laughs> but we all have them. And depending on how loud they are, or they might not even be yours. Yeah. They might be like a parent. They yeah. might be a teacher from like grade school, maybe a class bully. You know, like they might not be the nice voices that are stuck there. Mm -hmm. And not to say that your parents aren't nice, but you know, like, but if you have somebody that was negative in your life, mm -hmm. that's just like, oh, you need to do this, and oh, blah, 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 blah. that doesn't help. Mm -hmm. And so you get to choose which voices to listen to mm -hmm. and how much time to spend on them and change the narrative. Mm -hmm. You know, we we tend to be so hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And what, what would it be like if we actually talked to ourselves the way we talk to a beloved friend, a beloved intimate partner, a child, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to talk in a more caring manner. Mm -hmm. what, what would that be like if you did that for yourself? Right. I'm thinking about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, huh, when was the last time I said that? You know, it's like, so just being aware that you have choices in the voices that you literally you know, are listening to or the ones that are spinning around in your head and even how you speak, you know, so it's like shifting those things can help significantly. Yeah, I could see how each piece builds upon each other, right? Like, you know, listening and understanding first of your stories. How do you see those experiences and how, what story are you playing in your head about those experiences? Uh, and then I love how you're bringing in time in because time is confined. We only have a certain amount. Of, and so we're, I love that you're bringing joy. How do you bring joy? Because joy you, we don't have that much time so with everything that you do I don't think people really think through each of their actions and does it bring them joy right like I don't think that they're just probably sometimes they're just surviving exactly and exactly. then and then so really being intentional about bringing in the activities that we only have a certain amount of 24 hours to do of time and bringing those activities to fill in and bring you joy right and Finally, I can see how this all translates into our work and into our thoughts, into like people are telling us to do things and we also have our own thoughts. But then if we're really intentional about what brings us joy, we can start to communicate, express in a way that is more positive versus everybody's telling me to do this and I'm negative. And is that how that goes? Yeah, exactly. I mean, very basic, but very, I mean, at a very high level, yeah. high level, high level, yeah. high level. That's amazing. Right. And, and I love how you, you mentioned, you know, are we talking to ourselves? Like if we would talk to our kid, 
our child. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't the- think I do that. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> I don't think I do that. That's great. And, and so, yeah, were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to say, you know, being intentional, you know, yeah. choose, we get to choose how we show up and what okay. we think about. And we think, oh, but I can't choose that. That's just happening. Well, <laughs> you know, start being aware of what you can make a choice. I mean, you gave the example for yourself. It's like, how do you choose to relax? How do you choose to, to show up in the world? And what a difference that choice makes. Yeah. What do you think out of this whole, you know, this high level process that you walk your clients through, what do you think is the most challenging for clients? Realizing that just because you make a change at one point mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be that shift so the paradigm shifts so that you never go back to the way you thought before yet it continues to take practice mm-hmm. you know it's just like every day we get hungry and we need to eat mm-hmm. you know every day we need to be intentional about how we're living so it's not like you can just forget to pay attention to life <laughs> and have everything work the way you want it to you yeah. still need to put in that intention and that's, this is where all of your tools and your toolkit, your NLP, neuroscience, yoga practitioner, yoga, <laughs> laughter, yoga practitioner, all of your tools, you're bringing them on like, okay, what problem, what obstacle are you facing? And then you bring them on uh, to help and support your clients. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a transformational journey. Yeah. And, and so can you share a uh clients test a story where where she's one way and then working with you has helped her to bring more joy into her life well so I have a client who she came to me at a place in her life where she'd lost a spouse Mm -hmm. she was a caregiver and had been for years and so everything was focused about everyone else Mm -hmm. and she'd basically forgotten herself Mm -hmm. and as we've worked together, she's recognized like how to retell that story and live it in a better way. And so that, and manage her time in a way that works for her and letting go of some of the negativity that had been there so that she can enjoy her life. And now she's vibrant and healthy and thoroughly enjoying who she is. She's figured out who she is and is really loving it <laughs> and being able to to make decisions for her career and make decisions about relationships and you know all of that has been part of the work that we've done together and you know it's it's just amazing to witness yes and, and see that that shift and that that joy that comes from within that other people are starting to notice and react to that's amazing that's so beautiful I mean how many of us either are giving away ourselves to work or to family to other relationships and and connecting back to ourselves again to find the joy and how we want to live and decide that for ourselves and so congratulations to you and to her that brings me joy to listen to that story (laughs) that's inspirational Oh my goodness. And so what do you have going on 
Um, how would clients or how people, how would people get to know you or want to, if they want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Well, so what we were talking about earlier about the joy stealing dragons, I have a quiz that you can take to find out like which of those dragons is most active in your life right now today and, and what to do about it. Some specific tips that you can use to, to do that. And that you can find at joystealingdragons.com. And if you want more information about me, you can go to lindashively.com and there are events that are coming up as I have a retreat coming up in September, which it's a fabulous way to get away from everyday life and reconnect to yourself and be in the community and have an incredible uh, restart to your life. And I do those throughout the year. So if whenever you're listening to this, if it happens to you know, check and see when my next one is. Yeah. If, it, if you're in the middle of overwhelm and stress, like this is the retreat to go to, to really, I mean, I've seen some of the testimonials I've seen. It's pure magic. You, it you will be there. It's pure just magic. And, and it's important that we give ourselves this. And so, so that we could be for others. Right. We're going to break down. And, and um, so I really appreciate, thanks for sharing the assessment. I think that I'm going to take that too, because I, I feel like I have all four. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then if, you want, if you want help figuring out like, well, now what do I do now that I know that this dragon, you know, we'll yeah. have a conversation about that. So, right, yeah. right, right. And, and so I really appreciate that. What is the one, what is some advice or one key advice that you would give leaders who, who may be struggling with their voice, what is some, what is an advice that you can give to help them unleash that voice inside? When you connect to yourself mm-hmm. and your joy, mm-hmm. then you have that base that then you can share it with others. Mm-hmm. And even in a corporate setting, you can still have joy. You can still, you know, people react to how you are being. And so if you can connect to that positivity within yourself and knowing and showing up as you are, then others have the permission to show up as they are. And it's powerful. It's so powerful because I know corporate people are overworked, they're tired, they're overwhelmed. And, and you could be that person, that inspiration of joy that they see. And then therefore you become someone that they want to talk to someone they want to work with someone that has more opportunities. Exactly. Exactly. Cause people talk about, they stay at jobs for the people and they leave jobs because mm-hmm. of the people. Yeah. And so being the best version of yourself mm-hmm. can help everyone mm-hmm. at the company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. Thank you, Linda. Thanks for all you do and your experiences and all the work that you put in to, to create this amazing business that not just, just a business, but it really does support people to bring more joy into their lives and to the community and to help make more positive difference in the world. And really appreciate you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me, Melinda. You're welcome. We'll do it again. Yeah, sounds great. Until next time. (laughs) 
Thanks for joining the conversation today. Are you curious on how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow? Come grab my free self-assessment at speakinflow.com forward slash assessment. This assessment only takes a couple minutes to fill out. You will get your results within five minutes. See how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow and an unshakable confidence. Take the assessment, click on the link in the comments, and I'll see you on the other side.